Welcome to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide, a Kessource production. In this episode, we feature Danny Nessam, who's a guest on our Entrepreneur Perspectives podcast. During that chat, Danny tells an amazing story about soccer, his son, and the UK. We then get into other sports discussions, including Earl Campbell, OJ Anderson, Liverpool, Tottenham, PSG, and goalkeeping. Danny is the founder and owner of ANC Management, a boutique PEO and insurance brokerage firm. Danny's stories of France, Israel, persecution, and soccer are what made for an incredible connection. This is what podcasting is all about. Sportsypreneur is a content platform, a collaborative team, and a marketing brand that is all about showcasing leaders and difference makers in and around the world of sports. While we create our own content, we also create content with you. This includes collaborative content and exclusive content for your brand. Think podcasts, blogs, social media, and overall content strategy. Our sports content marketing team is specifically niche for those in the sports industry. That includes sports businesses, athletes, managers, coaches, trainers, entrepreneurs, and business leaders in the sports market. The bottom line is we want to help with your sports-related brand, your content marketing, and your story. Connect with us on Instagram at sportsepreneur or find us online at sportsepreneur.com. Sportsepreneur, the content platform where sports and entrepreneurship collide. And I'll tell you a quick story. So you're talking about my son being a goalie. Yeah. So my son played in the Maccabee games. Oh, yeah. In the United States. So we actually was hosted by New York and it was international. So there was England and Mexico. There was like a lot of international. They got whooped <laughs> in the preliminary rounds by uh, the United Kingdom, six to one. My son played ha- goalie half the time and then somebody else. We actually made it all the way to the finals against the United Kingdom. Wow. They were so good. It wasn't funny. Every kid was like six foot one and yeah. then like 14, 15 years old. Yeah. My son probably put the performance of a lifetime. We were down uh, two to one and my son's best friend tied it on the last kick of the game. Oh, okay. Wow. It was a free kick from about uh, 30 yards out. Wow. I mean, everybody went wild yeah. and it was, it was the Maccabee gold medal final. Yeah, the English parents were costing my son <laughs> this bloody kid. I can't believe he made this, and I was like laughing. And they went to penalty shots, and my son saved three penalty shots, but we couldn't hit the side of a bomb. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, so yeah. exhausted. Uh, we lost the penalty shots. I think uh, two to one. Yeah, but the reason I'm telling you this story, which was so cool, and the pleasure of being a father of a goalie, he was sitting on the bench with his head down. It was a great game. And I see the coach of the United Kingdom and two players. They walk over to my son. And I was a parent, so I was standing. And I saw them talking to my son, putting their hand on his shoulder. And they gave him the flag of the United Kingdom. And they walked away. And I said, later on, I said to my son, what happened? And he said to me that they came over. They said it was probably the best performance they've ever seen by a goalie. And they gave me the flag and they said, it just meant so much to us. Even playing against you, we want you to have our flag. And it was the coolest thing I've ever experienced. It was the coolest silver medal that I've ever experienced with the kids. But he still has that flag. I'm sure. And I thought to be presented from another team for your effort with the country's flag was just, I thought was very, very cool. Oh, it's amazing. So I'm so glad you shared it. And there's something too about, I heard someone else talking about it on the radio yesterday, randomly. I don't listen to the radio that much, more listen to podcasts and music. And they were talking about competing 
it was actually Earl Campbell. He I, played I for the Houston Oilers back in the day. I, I remember him. And he just said, I loved competing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But what's yep. funny is in the playoffs, they would lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is a little <laughs> bit before my time when I was watching, but you know yeah. Earl Campbell. And he, you could just hear the passion about, I just loved competing against the Steelers. Even though they lost, they loved competing. Yep. And some of his best games were that. And it's like you said, there's this whole thing about winning and losing. It's all about you have to win. There's so much more about these games. Like, yeah, ultimately the ultimate goal is to win that championship, but there's just so much else that's going on. And to have that experience that you had, it sounds like the UK was like, they just loved competing against your son. And they were just excited to be like, wow, what a challenge, what an opportunity is to play against someone who's playing at this level. I mean, how cool is that? Every year I go away. It's a trip uh, for one of the vendors to Dominican Republic, Casa de Campo. We played golf. There's about 60 guys. Do you remember OJ Anderson from the New York Giants? He used to play running back for the New York Giants. Oh, for sure. He won the Super Bowl. (laughs) And then uh, Rick Cerrone, he used to be a catcher for the New York Yankees. Yeah. They're on this trip. I know them seven years. I've been going with them. I've never seen (laughs) the funniest stories football players and baseball players could tell you about their lifestyle, (laughs) especially when they were drinking a lot on the trip. Stuff comes out that I'll take it to the grave with me. (laughs) Yeah. So OJ Anderson was the running back when against Buffalo. Buffalo, you yeah, that was like against Buffalo. Yeah, because the yeah. Bills couldn't get the whole game plan. It was like ninth. It was doing the that was ninety. Yeah, that was sure. Super Bowl twenty five. Because yeah, I remember it. We were holding hands yeah. on the sidelines, and we were holding hands in our house that he missed the kick. My gosh! But yes. the whole game plan because Buffalo's oh, offense dude, was, was so greatest. good that they had to keep the ball away from them. And that was Belichick and Parcells. And it's like the Bills were this superior team, but the Giants had this superior game plan. And they kept, they had that drive. And I think it was the third quarter, right? And they held the ball for like 10 something minutes and kept Kelly off the, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yes, you have to drop that name today just to like stick it in there a little bit. OJ told us, yeah. (laughs) OJ said, I was so, so after the game, I pretended to move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. because I couldn't even feel anything. Yeah. But he said that we executed the game plan to the perfection. And yeah. then that missed kick was just everything. Well, that's what they needed. I mean, that's what you need in a game like that is to have perfect execution. I mean, Buffalo was inexperienced, perhaps, because that was their first Super Bowl. But their talent yeah. level and their offense was so good. And they just, you put 19 points on the board with that team. It didn't make any sense, but it was because of the other team and their game plan. So going back to soccer and being France real quick with the Champions League coming up, the PSGs and the, do you, do you follow them? Do you still follow Champions League soccer and yeah. PSG? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Liverpool fan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, I'm a huge <laughs> Liverpool. That last year when they came back and beat Barcelona in Liverpool oh, yeah. after being down like, I don't know, four. Nine. It was the sickest game I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, I enjoyed the beauty of the game. Like you got people who play baseball and football, they don't understand the game. Yeah. But if you understand tactically how the game is and you play it the right way, yeah. it's just a beautiful game to watch. Yeah. I mean, you watch it someplace, you know. One of my favorite things about our sports entrepreneur content platform is the opportunity to chat with amazing people in and around the world of sports. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you want to connect more, hit us up on Instagram at Sports Epreneur. Thank you for listening to this CadSource production, the Sports Epreneur podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Mm-hmm.